piece by Tom Wolfe. People like Tom Wolfe and Hunter Thompson probably influenced me to a big degree. That sort of what was then called new journalism that would wander without announcing that it was doing it into fiction and then wander back into nonfiction. Do you think it's important to make the distinction between the two? I mean, those were immensely readable, but you did approach them with the knowledge that not everything you were about to read was true. Yeah, that, it's true. Or maybe true isn't the right word, is it? They weren't necessarily facts. I can't remember who said that fiction is a lie and good fiction is a lie in which resides the truth or words to that effect. I'm inclined to believe that. Do you find ever the freedom from the fact checker giving you a kind of elation as you go back into fiction? No, actually. And part of the reason, the reason I don't is that the nature of my access to information has changed radically over the course of my writing career. When I began to write, if I were, say, to write a, a story set on the street in Cleveland, I wouldn't specify the street. And, I, and if I had to set it for some reason on a particular street in Cleveland, I would have had no visual access to that street. Today, if I if I'm writing a piece of fiction set in the present at a, some particular location in the world, I can instantly, most of the time, go and look at it on Google Street View. And I spent so much time in London via Google Street View when I was writing my, my most recent novel that for a year or so afterwards, I'd be talking to people and I'd say, last winter when I was in London, I, <laughs> and then I'd realize I wasn't. Well, I was, but virtually. Yeah. I wonder, would you be willing to read a little bit from one of the pieces in Distrust, that particular flavor for us? Yeah, certainly. Do you have anything in mind? Yeah, or? I'm really curious about the piece you wrote about Singapore for, I think it was for Wired Magazine in, in 1993, Disneyland with a Death Penalty is the title of it. Okay. It's like an entire country run by Jeffrey Katzenberg, the producer had said, under the motto, be happy or I'll kill you. We were sitting in an office a block from Rodeo Drive, on large black furniture leased with Japanese venture capital. Now that I'm actually here, the Disneyland metaphor is proving impossible to shake. For that matter, Rodeo Drive comes frequently to mind, though the local equivalent feels more like 30 or 40 Beverly centers put end to end. Was it Laurie Anderson who said that virtual reality would never look real until they learned how to put some dirt in it? Singapore's airport, the Changi Airtropolis, seemed to possess no more resolution than some early VPL world. There was no dirt whatsoever, no muss, no furred fractal edge to things. 
Outside, the organic, florid as ever in the tropics, had been gardened into brilliant green, and all too perfect examples of itself. Only the clouds were feathered with chaos, weird columnar structures towering above the Strait of China. The cab driver warned me about littering. He asked where I was from. He asked if it were clean there. Singapore, very clean city, he said. One of those annoying Japanese-style mechanical bells cut in as he exceeded the speed limit, just to remind us both that he was doing it. There seemed to be golf courses on either side of the freeway. You come for golf, he asked. No, I said. Business, he asked. Pleasure.